Sorry about that. No worries at all. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Bruce. Where are you located? And Stefan. Sorry? And you. We haven't like officially (laughs) actually talked yet. No, no. This is pretty awesome. Where are you at? Yeah, it's awesome that we get to talk finally. Cool. I'm in my uh, humble uh, home studio in uh, Oslo. Oslo, Norway. Oh, you're in Norway. Okay. I'm in the US and I guess you know he's in Belgium. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Belgium, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the, the best way to do this is let's uh, can each of you do a boardroom, like the two sentence boardroom pitch of your bands, and then we'll start getting into the split and all the other stuff. So right. the, trickiest, the trickiest part of the whole playing in a band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. You're drinking. It's still early here. I got coffee, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. It's a little. Cheers. It's, it's later in the evening here. Right. Stefan, uh, you, yeah. you want to start, uh, Stefan? Sure. Um, okay. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Stefan, a guitarist and singer of Psychonaut. We are a Belgian post-metal band, psychedelic metal, whatever. And uh, it's really good to be here. We just released Emerald Split EP with Sauver uh, on Pelagic Records. I'm awesome. forward to the interview. Sweet. And uh, I'm uh, Ule. Uh, I play guitar and synthesizer and uh, scream in uh, Savid from Oslo, Norway. Uh, we're, uh, I don't know, heavy progressive metal thing as well, uh, based from uh, Sludge. Uh, so uh, a little more on the slower side than uh, Psychonaut, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I'm uh, stoked to be here to talk about the uh, Emerald Split with uh, Sacknot. How did the uh, perfect? Thank you, guys. But how did the split come about? I mean, is it because of the label? Is that how you guys ended up doing it? Did you know know of each other beforehand, or how did you get together to do that? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, I've heard the first Sacknot uh, uh, record and really loved it. And I think I, I, I'm not really sure how it all came about but i think it was like an initiative from from the label uh probably just because of the whole situation just being sort of in need of doing something creative and something cool right despite of the whole fucked up thing going on so so we're really stoked to be asked um by the guys i think you guys probably had stefan uh, uh like an earlier conversation about the whole thing i'm not sure yeah, it's kind of weird. We got contacted by Robin and he suggested the idea for a split, but it was with a different band. Uh, I won't mention be- the name because uh, <laughs> for some reason they didn't want to go on with it. Um, no. So we had been preparing for that split with the other band and then uh, all of a sudden they cancelled the idea and then we were like, oh shit, that really sucks. And then uh, about a week later we got the email saying, uh, hey guys, uh, Sabar is uh, is." is up for it so uh, what do you think and we immediately said yes because we also know their uh, album and it's it's fantastic yeah we all love it so it's it's a great combination awesome so i've never talked to two people who together who've done a split is there a do you approach it with a theme in mind or do you write your stuff separately and then just throw it on there does that make sense yeah um in this case we actually didn't communicate at all uh it's kind of weird actually how the songs seem to fit 
well right. uh, together, but there wasn't really any communication. We, we actually had to ask them like, okay, so a split album, what does that mean? Uh, how much time do we have on the vinyl? Is it like 10 minutes or five minutes? Or And then they said, yeah, uh, Saber is uh, uh, writing or recording an 18 minute track. So we said, all right, <laughs> guess we have to get one too. And luckily we had one. Um, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wait a second, wait yeah. a second, wait a second. You had an 18 uh, minute track hanging out? No, uh, six, mean... we had a 16 minute track, uh, which really? was supposed to be on our next album. Uh, but it's, it yeah, but it didn't really work anyway. So we were actually happy to have an opportunity to do something else with it. Interesting. That's a long song to yeah, have. And for, and for, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty intricate as well. So it's uh, it's a lot of riffs in there, dude. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. It's a lot of, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for us, we sort of, we sort of got, uh, I, I don't know if it's the right word, sort of tumbled with the, the whole di- idea wasn't really because it wasn't that much time to sort of prepare it. Uh, but we had a song almost ready, and um, so it was. We, we basically had all the material uh, written more or less ourselves. But then uh, the probably the uh, I mean the the first half of our side is a, like a long ambient sort of almost like a movie theme like thing and um and i had to make that and but it's i get the I, yeah it's uh but i was gonna say about the the whole who took the initiative and uh, the plan of the like the concept it was really cool to work with the uh, sam i don't know how to pronounce his last name cousins yes. cousins yeah i guess he's a friend of you, i guess he's a friend of you guys yeah yeah, he he did the the album cover. Oh, nice! And he was sort of the one that like tied the whole thing together with like asking us about the concept and how do you what do you think about this and uh, like colors and everything. So it was it was really cool to work with uh, with him because mm-hmm. I I guess he sort of tied the whole concept sort of together. Mm-hmm. When you were were these songs written before? I, I guess you could both answer, but were these songs written before the pandemic? And if not, were they a result of things you experienced during all this chaos and nonsense? Now, I, I sort of tried to, to explain that uh, earlier, but um, um, so we had like we had a song basically ready. So when we got like the the, the whole uh, right talk from Pelagic, we we sort of just hit the hit the recording uh, or the rehearsal place and, and just made the whole thing. Uh, so it was definitely like a, a lot of, I guess you can say emotions from the whole experience of being in a, a pandemic that sort of got poured into the, the already sort right. of made song. Um, so the whole like energy was really, I guess a, a product of, of being like in the weird situation for sure. Do you find that I'm going to come back to you, Stefan, so hold that thought, but do you find that cathartic at all? Uh, I, I'm not sure how to, what, what, what does that mean? Cathartic. So do you find that writing music in that's that emotional and that, I guess, deep, 
allows you to get rid of the, I don't know, I'll say demons, but whatever is inside you to get it out? Definitely, for sure. 100%. I, I think that, uh, for me at least, most of like lyrical things and, 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 and like energy that gets put, uh, they get put into riffs uh, sort of is always a, uh, a result of some emotion and if that emotion is like a troubled or whatever like a, a extreme thing then it, it always it always comes through the music i think okay stefan getting back to you um the first question no we didn't write it during the pandemic it was finished already mm -hmm. uh, we changed it a bit though especially the lyrics we uh, did a revision on that but uh, it was it was finished before the pandemic. Um, the second question, yeah, uh, to me definitely, it's a great way to uh, expel some demons and anger and frustration and all that. And I uh, in in the the Saber track, there is this point where you sing, uh, "I feel the power rising inside," and that to me is like always the the best part of the song. And that's where I think I can really feel that with you. It's like this immense explosion and it's it's really literal you're just saying what it is i feel the power and it's that's an insane moment where i i think where i really feel that with you and i uh yeah to us it's exactly the same it's a great way to release and anything really okay so Thanks, I've, got, I've got a yeah. two i've got a two-party here then along those same lines how does it make you feel when uh you connect with a a fan just like you did with stefan or somebody who gets what you were writing, you know, in your basement or in your bedroom or whatever, wherever you were writing, you had something in mind, but then it connects with somebody all across the world. It's got to feel pretty amazing, right? Hell yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's really, yeah, it's really, it's really cool to, to read those reviews that sort of gets, sort of gets in your head and just, withdraw everything and puts it on paper it's it's pretty it's pretty it's weird and but it's really satisfying yeah i agree it's uh very thankful to hear that people are uh, not only just liking the music but also like you said kind of feeling the concept and the story behind it and can kind of apply it to their own life that's amazing yeah have either of you ever gotten any sort of emails or run into a fan after a show or anything like that where they express those things personally you know like hey i connected with this or stefan <laughs> you had any plans? uh yeah yeah uh it's happened a few times uh actually the one of our closest friends now our photographer Gert, he's actually one of the pe people we got to know that way i think a few weeks after we released unfold the godman our first album we got a really long extended email from him saying how much he loved it and that it's something like, yeah, it's the best album I've heard in years or whatever. And there's so much meaning and depth in it. And he's now one of our best friends and our uh, photo photographer. Right. So, yeah, it's it's happened a few wow. times. And it's, it's also just in, insane, a great experience to know that you did something positive for someone by simply doing what you love. For sure. That's, was that the first guy in the delivery video? No, no, that's someone else. No, it wasn't because that that was also like a, a hardcore fan, right? That was really definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have we have we have some of those as well for sure, and it's uh, we haven't gotten an email though, but um, here in Norway, people are usually pretty drunk after the show, so you sort of. <laughs> You have to filter out the the, the, the weird guys, sort of. Right. But, but it's some some of them like send a message on Instagram the next day and are really really stoked. So so it's it's a huge honor to get that response from people. Awesome. So are you guys can since you can't tour right now? Are you guys continuing to in individually? I guess continuing to work on other music. Yeah. Yeah, we are uh, finishing the writing process for our next album. We are uh, yeah, just putting the finishing touches on it. And we are entering the studio yeah. in August Yeah, to get the, to record the next one, the next full-length one. Nice. So uh, a lot of work, uh, and, and that's kind of a little bit thanks to the pandemic, I guess, that we had so much time. Uh, it just came out fairly smoothly, actually. That's uh, Yeah, it was a struggle at first, and then... Yeah, it kind of just came. Do you guys record in, in Bel- Belgium? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're going uh, back to the same studio as we mm-hmm. use for uh, Unfold the Godman, yeah. Yeah, cool. What about yourself? You guys still writing and take advantage yeah, we, of the time? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we're still rehearsing. We rehearse every Tuesday and Thursday when we have the, if we can. So we're always there, like, the whole uh, the whole whole night and we have uh, we have a couple of songs for sure uh, almost ready but it's more of like finding out the the concept i guess and the whole what we want to do right. uh is still like hanging uh, in the air i guess you can call it what about li- live stream stuff anybody planning on doing any sort of live streams or are you just holding out till shows open up I'm sorry, I lost you there for a no second. No worries at all. I said, what about live streams? Are you guys planning on... I didn't on... hear the last one. No worries. you guys planning on doing any live streams at all? Or is it just holding out until shows open up? Uh, for uh, for us, we, we did we have done a couple. And we did a couple in the like the, the first months of uh, the whole lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure we're going to do... I, I think we're going to wait. For, I mean, it's we have a with my other band we have a show in June here in Oslo. So I the hopefully that will still be on. Right. So I guess we're waiting. It's not that far far. Right. So it's like we're almost there. Hope, yes. We're hoping. <laughs> God, hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. So nothing planned besides like uh, a couple of shows here in Oslo. Stefan. Yeah. Uh, we we did quite a few actually. Um, I believe we did four or five in the past year uh, since the pandemic, and they didn't all go perfectly or whatever. But in general, uh, it was a good experience. Had a few really really good ones. Uh, some of which are uh, still online on YouTube now. Nice. So, um, but I think honestly, we've kind of had enough of that now. We're so. Looking forward to real shows again. That I don't think we'll uh, we'll do another one. It's it's and and we can tell uh, by the audience too. It's like everyone is a bit fed up with that and yeah. it's just yeah, kind of sure. waiting for everything to open up again. So it was good while it lasted, but <laughs> yeah. we're looking forward to uh, to the real thing again. Which unfortunately, yeah, we we can't predict when that will be. But um, you know, things are slowly opening up in Belgium, but. Um, 
yeah, we're hoping that we can play a few shows at the end of this year and uh, in January we have we have a tour, so that's that's the priority, and just hoping that that tour will uh, will be able to happen. How great is it going to be to finally get back on stage after all this nonsense? Nerve wrecking. You think so? You're going to be nervous. True. Also true. Oh, really, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess the, we always say that adrenaline is the most powerful thing ever. So it always kicks in and sort of takes the edge off. But I, I'm not sure. I. I get really nervous from, I mean, some of the streams we had, the last one uh, we did uh, with for, for the Pelagic um, uh, Redux mm. thing on uh, Roadburn. Mm-hmm. I was fucking super nervous when that was, uh, like, showing online, and I was, it was weird. It's another, another level of... Interesting. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because, I mean, you're not new to the stage. You've played forever, so it's – that's interesting that that's – Yeah, uh, but it was thing. like we had the, the, the whole – like the chat, the live chat was going while yeah. they showed the, 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 the show and it was yeah. just people reacting live with chat. It was yeah. a, new, a new experience for sure. But like Stefan said, it's a, it's a really you, – you learn a lot from it for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, – I mean – you have to kind of just roll with whatever, reinvent yourself the way the music business is, is reinventing itself, right? It can't, it's got to come out of this some way and it's not going to be the same as I think when we went in. Rolling with the punches. Rolling with the punches. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to predict how everything will be once this is over because so many bands are in debt now and, and us were struggling really hard too, just to pay for the studio. And uh, yeah, I don't know what that will, will do. To the music scene plus a lot of venues i don't know what it's like by you but a lot of venues by us are gone yeah like gone, yeah. gone. same thing the whole yeah. industry is, it's really it's really hard to see because here in oslo the uh the the venues all, all the small venues of so the small bars and restaurants been really really professional and awesome with the whole regulations and everything so it's really hard to see that people are starting to have to shut down the establishment it's but yeah let's hope for the best well that's all i've got guys did i miss anything that you want to cover oh check out the emerald uh, split (laughs) with savage and psychonaut absolutely and if people want to find you guys enjoy it if people want to find you guys online you're pretty active social media wise Yes, we, we do our best. Yeah, so we can... even uh, we even uh, subscribe for a Twitch thing recently. Uh, oh, really? I'm not sure if we're gonna use it though. I don't. Even, <laughs> I've, I've heard people talking about <laughs> it, but I don't, I don't even know, I what, don't it really know what it is. Yeah, me neither. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> there's too yeah. many. There's too, there's too many of them. Too many social medias and too many gamers. Media you know? I can't keep up with it. But anyway, I want to thank you guys for taking the time. Yeah, I really yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> thank you bruce thank you thank you i Happy love thank to you be here. i like the split thank you very much uh good luck with everything and i don't know if you make it over to the u.s at any point but hopefully we get to see you somewhere along the way yeah hopefully definitely i, I would say uh, let's be- have a beer together then yes let's have a beer be safe okay, my friends yeah. take care cheers cheers, cheers man bye 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 bye
Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.